we're in. Easy. Nice and easy. You know when you're watching an anime and like a season ends and then you're like, oh, can't wait for the next episode. And then it's like a recap episode and it's just like a clip show of the whole thing thus far. And you're kind of bummed out. Yeah, I there was a point where I was watching Naruto and that is like every second episode. (laughs) Naruto is my example as well. I was just like, dude, what? Like, I just watched all these. Why are you reiterating it? But that's what we're doing this week. I'm yeah. going berserk. That hence why you're hearing my voice and yeah. not Hank. Show regular who is vacationing right now. No, it's Ben, not Hank. It's not Hank. <laughs> it's Ben. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. Wow, no, in my no, brain, it's fine. I was hearing, I was hearing <laughs> Hank's voice in my head. Now I'm blown away because I don't think you guys introduced yourselves in we the don't. show. No, we don't. Threw me off. We're gonna have to yeah. delete all this and start again. So that I don't insult co-hosts. I just saw it was at comic panels, and I don't know who that is, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so I apologize. Yeah, no, he, he went on vacation. Uh, we didn't. We were supposed to talk. We're supposed to talk, I guess, still, about the anime and uh, the movies that were released in 2016-ish or something like this. There was a three. Oh, there I think I movies. just read about them. Yeah, I think the first two were 20 like 12 and 13 uh, yeah. is when those came out they're golden arc stuff which i guess is the meat of what we're talking about <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's that's what we're we're just going to do a recap and honestly th- i just thought this was kind of a fun little extra sort of thing because i found out not too long ago that you had started reading this thing as well yeah i'm about on the same page as you are though like uh it sounds like ben has read all of it uh, up to yes. the most recent stuff. Um, Not including am, the most, most recent, I guess. Like the new I am maybe I inadvertently read. one volume ahead of you because I didn't know what we were covering. I thought we were doing like the next episode in the right. normal show. But, uh, but oh well. Yeah, so I guess we're talking about the whole thing. We sort of talked about some of it on uh, the Pixel Response 165 episode. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to repeat myself too much, but uh, I thought maybe we could dive in deeper, though, that because that was a little more surface level just in general, I think. I guess so. Yeah, this is with like a more focused audience that has hopefully been reading it also. Um, well, I have not seen any of the. Oh, OK, I was going to say number wise that like this is one of the better things that has been doing numbers in all of this stuff. Weirdly, I'm guessing because it's one of those things that like. Yeah, it has a niche audience, but those that audience looks for stuff on the thing they like or whatever, and then they just swallow it all up, which I get, rather than like an all-encompassing thing, which is usually harder to find a regular audience for. Mm-hmm. Basically, what, if the world you search isn't, Berserk. Isn't Gabin about Berserk right now? Well, yes, they are, but the thing is, is that if you look up Berserk podcast, there's probably not thousands, like if you look up video game podcast. There's a lot of video game podcasts. Yeah. And we're doing a movie podcast, and there's a lot of those, too. There's a uh, lot of every podcast, so I think the more specific you go, the more likely you are to find people in general. Okay. There you go. Uh, like so, yeah, manga. we're talking about, yeah, comics from Japan. Manga, as they're known. Manga, um, yeah. Yeah, from they're kind of backwards printed born. books. Yeah. That's from when we were born. Roughly. Yeah. 88. That's when we started. 89 yeah that's when yep. that's when things kicked off um and 
I guess it's going to continue past the passing of its author. Um, he told yeah, a buddy of his on his deathbed, like some details. So we'll see what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I actually, I was thinking, because this was like a recent passing last year. It's like, dude, how yeah. do you not have your phone with like a microphone on during those conversations? <laughs> you know, a little bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, this person's telling me incredibly important stuff right now. But whatever, yeah. I'm just hanging out with my friend in this serious situation. So, I, you know, didn't think about it or something, I guess. But, which is I fair. Don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, but if you're going to take over, like, I've, I'm with you. I think I would want to record that like, and be like, I oh, want to make dude, sure I got it right. you're telling me some stuff that hasn't happened yet. Just a second. Boop. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> just so yeah. you have something. Because he's talking about, like, well, I'm going to do my best. If I don't remember it real good, we're not going to tell that story. Uh, mm-hmm. but a couple of them are really memorable. So we're going to, we're going to do those. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it leaves off. Cause like I said, I'm at like issue 14, like a volume 14 or whatever also. Uh, so we're, yeah. we're just getting back to the present day. Uh, puck is back dancing around light, lightening things up. Uh, so that's kind of nice. <laughs> I, I do have know. some points I want to hit specifically. Uh, that All I right. want to get your opinion on. The first of which, and this has been a running theme with Ben and I, is there is apparently a group of people on Reddit, inevitably apparently on the Reddit, because I've been avoiding the Reddit because spoilers and whatnot. I'm trying to. Okay. Enjoy I'm on this Reddit stuff. a lot, but this is not making the front page every day. So, right. It's so, not you're like not on r slash berserkle jerk or any of those? I am not. I am okay. Not. <laughs> So I I've, so I've I am, scared. but I don't read them <laughs> because spoilers, right? Like that. Oh yeah, course, there's um, like 30 issues I don't know about, so could totally. easily be spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, one of the things is that inevitably, apparently, people go there and are just like, "Hey, I'm getting into Berserk. Where should I start?" Sort of thing or whatever. And people are like, "You should just read the manga. Like that's the best, most comprehensive thing. You're gonna get the most characterization. Blah blah blah." And then apparently after that, they get confused and they're like, wait, there we were like demon fighter guts here. And then it goes to like medieval times or something. What the fuck is going on? And there's a group of people that think you should forgo the way it's written. Read the Golden Age from volume three first and then circle back and read all the black swordsmen in a row. And Ben and I disagree because we think a lot of the stuff that gets set up in black swordsman has payoff and like a little bit of foreshadowing uh yeah i i i was personally really impressed with like i I love it when a narrative kind of gets me or whatever like pulls me like it kind of correctly guesses my questions and expectations or whatever and starts to like go into that stuff so like the first couple issues is just like Dude, what is wrong with this guy? This guy right. is so pissed off and such an ass to everybody. What's right. this guy's problem? And then it's like, why is he oh, so what's berserk? This guy's, why is he so <laughs> berserk? And it, and it's like, oh, the narrative is meant to make you go, what is with this? And it's like, well, I'm glad you asked because we are now going to explain exactly what's wrong with this guy and what he's seen and had happen to him to make him this way. Yeah. Uh, so that was perfect in this like. Like, it, it was at a point where, like, I was really judging Guts's character, and then as it went on, it's just like, hey, man, I'm real sorry. I didn't know what happened to you when you were a kid or what you saw right before you lost your arm and all this, <laughs> you know? Like, 
when it got when it got bad for him it got so bad that's like all right you're going through a lot so you, you're allowed to be a bit of a prickly pear to some people was it, this, was it the same spot for you when after the whole thing with the carriage and the family he, he just like turns and there's like a tear and then it cuts or whatever the first uh, time he kind of breaks his facade in the early thing that you're just I like oh there's probably more there the one I remember is when he saves the Count's daughter with his sword and she's so pissed at him and is like cursing him. It's just like, I'm, yeah. I hate you so much. And then Puck kind of sees the look on his face yeah. after he turns away all like harsh and like, it's just like, fine, whatever, you're going to kill me. But then it's like, there's a flicker of like actual pain there or whatever. Like humanity. And it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. And then it jumps back in time to see why that is. Yeah. Uh, which is great. So, yeah, I, I think the way it's structured is is pretty smart. And listening to your guys' conversation, like, the first episode was kind of reminding me of, like, oh, yeah, he was seeing, like, the fetus and stuff. I forgot about that. Like, yeah, I uh, did too. he was kept being haunted by this thing, and it's not really explained. You just kind of get that he is seeing creepy weirdness from whatever traumatized him or whatever. But then it's like, oh, no, that might actually be the ghost of his kid or <laughs> or whatever like i think corrupted. it is literally just his kid from what i'm assuming because that yeah. thing like at the end of the arc just i don't know squirms off or something <laughs> like it kind of turns ghostly like it died but its soul will follow him forever or whatever like skull skull knight or whatever kind of tells yeah. him like you're gonna be seeing that thing again both of you probably like <laughs> both sorry you i guess probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both of you are probably going to be seeing that thing, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so I guess I'd recommend reading it how it how it is, too, because it seems yeah. intently made. It's a little weird sometimes with, like, this is his X number of demon fight or whatever, like, with yeah. the Count, but the Count still has to kind of drop the clue of just, like, ha-ha, I will keep regenerating forever unless you cut off my head, and it's like, well, okay. But shouldn't yeah. Guts know that because he's fought so many of these things at this point? Yeah, like, I think uh, that's just exposition for us, the reader, more than that's anything. for our benefit a little bit. Yeah, but so it's a little wonky, maybe, but it it yeah. definitely makes me curious to go back and see what was already baked into it. Uh, so I, I guess I can see the benefit of like reading that stuff again after you've experienced the Golden Arc, but I would say just start as it was. Because uh, yeah. it kind of drops you into the deep end a little bit, and it's kind of fun to have to navigate this crazy, dark world with its strange lore and stuff. <laughs> like, I guess him seeing the Behelet for the first time, like, it's so weird looking and off putting yeah. that it's kind of freaky anyway. <laughs> like, it still yeah. plays as like, oh, you don't want to see one of those. Uh, but then it's like, oh, well, he has firsthand like knowledge of those but we don't but then we have to go back and visit why i don't know yeah i guess i agree you should probably just read it as it is uh i haven't explored the anime or the video games or any of that stuff although i guess my jokey answer to like how should you best like enter in is just like play all of from software's games uh, yeah for hundreds of hours and just like yeah. totally fall in love with those and then have the rug pulled out from under you a little bit and be like oh, this was all inspired by this manga that I didn't even know was a thing. And then it's like yeah. this crazy head spin of just like, wow, that monster I fought was totally from this. And ah, it almost yep. has me like overseeing that kind of stuff. Like just like, oh, he's sitting next to a fireplace. Like you're sitting next to a fire. It's Dark Souls right there. Yeah. But yep. <laughs> 
so I'm jumping but it's, around it's also a little camping. too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, like no, you do that when you're alone in a forest and it's nighttime. <laughs> like you just have to do that. But it's like, well, I know, but I'm yeah. So I'm pointing at things that aren't necessarily like oh, one for one. Miyazaki just stole this. <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of that though. So oh yeah, you saw yeah. the dark sign, obviously. Of just like, I've now seen the dark sign. The eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, all that stuff makes me feel kind of bad that I've played most of those games without the invasion stuff because that seems to be <laughs> the most like simulating Guts's situation of just like you are branded and things are going to come trying to kill you all the time. You can't go to sleep. Yeah. It's going to be awful. <laughs> and like the summoning items and all that kind of stuff like are kind of behelet esque or whatever. Like they are creepy, weird objects with eyeballs on them and whatever uh dark signs and whatnot yeah that stuff has just been like things in my inventory that i don't even need to worry about most of the time because i'm playing <laughs> offline so it's just like oh i've sort of been shortchanging myself i don't feel too bad about recent times because a lot of servers are down and yeah. i couldn't play dark souls 3 properly sure. uh but yeah it it does make me in hindsight feel a little like i was depriving myself of the true guts experience <laughs> I guess of being stressed out. Yeah, but. and just the overarching idea of like, there's these demonic, soulless things that are like looking for you, the last bearer of this thing, of the light, of the flame. Depending on what Dark Souls you're playing, like it's mm -hmm. all taken from this shit. <laughs> or even just like you being this kind of withered, desiccated hollow thing or whatever it's kind of like oh he's the eternal struggler or whatever like the last one and he sees both worlds now and all these crazy yeah souls and stuff because like in every one of those games like is this world really functioning anymore like it just seems like everything's dead and awful but it's like oh kind of it's like you got here late in the day of the apocalypse or something and everything's yeah. kind of dead but like there's the still armies people. are dead now there were fights yeah. and stuff yeah I guess Bloodborne has, like, there are ostensibly normal things behind everything, but it's like, oh, we lock our doors during the hunt, and now we just kind of wait it out or whatever. I it's mean, like Bloodborne is literally just eldritch horror, though. That's not based in the fantasy kind of realm that this is, even though it's borrows similar ideas. Yeah, I guess so. There, There's still, like, monster designs and things that yeah. I feel can be held in common, but or, yeah. Yeah. And the amount of, like, bloody eviscerating that happens in this manga is, yeah. like, oh, I wish there was more dismemberment and craziness in uh, in those games to better approximate it. But Bloodborne's probably the closest with at least big splashes. Uh, sure. But, yeah, so much slicing and so much dicing <laughs> goes on. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I was hearing you guys talk about the the combat being so frantic and fast that you kind of lose what's going on a little bit. I definitely yeah. like was like turning a page, and be like, "Oh crap, he got that guy," and then like yeah. have to turn back and be like, "Oh yeah, I guess he landed a hit right here, and that's why that's happening." <laughs> okay, yeah. like it, it's a little, I don't know, fast paced craziness happening yeah. on the pages somehow despite them being still drawings it's but, insane yeah. how that's done like it, frenetic yeah so so i mean the big thing for me personally this is my first manga i'm actually going through uh ever um so okay. like i was kind of asking are they all like this 
energetic going through and the answer seems to be depends on like what you're reading uh mm-hmm. but there is definitely reading there are parts in this where reading a few pages of like a battle going on or whatever i would after it was done i would go back and look at details because i kind of it like draws your eye to move around the page as if it's moving on the page and i thought that was kind of cool like the way it's still using your imagination to fill in the gaps but like there's enough there to kind of move your mind in the right direction of what they want to show you mm-hmm. uh, and i guess cool. you do need other characters remarking at how insanely how fast cool some is, of this yeah. stuff is uh it's like oh man i can't even see his blade it's like a blur it's like yeah i, I okay i yeah. i get it <laughs> like i can but sure uh because it's a still it's like a freeze frame of sure of the sorts lines so many lines <laughs> yeah uh but in general yeah the like if anything i feel bad that i'm like flipping through stuff so long like yeah. so quickly because it's yeah. like dude dude spent a long time drawing this thing yeah. like especially like i'm reading it on the ipad so i'll get to like his giant like double page splashes or whatever and be like all right i gotta tilt this thing and like look at this yeah and just kind of make myself look at it for a little bit and appreciate some detail because it's like dude probably spent a while it's so weird reading this like this is a man's life work and like 30 some years of effort put into this and i'm just kind of going like boop 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 like a couple weeks i've sped through years of stuff yeah so i don't really have like the the experience of like oh dude there's a new one coming out this is awesome yeah. let's go to the newsstands I can't wait to read that on my commute to my job in Japan or whatever. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not really that experience. It's just, it's a hot July and I'm inside flipping through manga. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was all I could do to stop where I was supposed to this time because it was just like, oh, we're back to current day. I want to see what goes on now. Like, what's the next arc going to be or whatever. But I had to pump the brakes and stop doing that because <laughs> I raced on past. Do you have any... Uh like desire to see the anime and movies and stuff like that i don't i i can't imagine they're as vicious as this is uh so probably not because it's like the anime isn't (laughs) yeah this is the raw dope or whatever like this is the stuff that's like oh i can't imagine how you'd realize this in a film or anything this is like beyond x-rated like there's there's no way some of this stuff could even happen and they're being sort of censorous like it's just like all right, we, we can't just draw Griffith's dick right here. We're not going to do that. So it's just not there. <laughs> I mean, Japan in general has always had those rules, though. So Yeah, but even then, during some of the vicious sexual assaults that happen, there's like still frames that are just like, wait, what's happening? Why is there just like a single talon in darkness? And it's like, oh, that's that's no yeah. good. <laughs> what's what uh, Femto yeah. is up to here? uh yeah yeah right. all the stuff yesterday that i was reading like the the eclipse is the eclipse. Such a crazy ass event of yeah. just wall-to-wall insane monsters and like <laughs> page after page of the wildest stuff that's happened so far yeah uh, so i don't know like uh i guess i should refer to some notes to organize any of this <laughs> yeah sure let's get into around. it uh, so early early in the story, I guess, I do appreciate that Puck is kind of our moral compass a little bit. Like, he yeah. is also replying to Guts' harshness with, like, what? What are you doing? That's like, a little rude. 
Yeah. yeah, a little bit. And we're more on on his page of just kind of entering into this world and encountering this dude and seeing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Puck's pretty good, right? He's he's okay. He's kind of navvy. He's he's kind of naggy. Yeah. Yeah, but Puck, uh, I like Puck uh, a decent amount. I think Puck's important because Puck plays the role of a little bit more comic relief in a world that's already so harsh that it would be impenetrable as me, an outsider, coming into it. I need or, that avatar in there. Sure, and I'm kind of thinking of it just now, like he's almost like trying to be Jiminy Cricket or something yeah. to Guts and just be like, dude, no, we should help this dude. And it's like, well, all right, but... I don't care <laughs> and I yeah. have a good reason where why I don't care but we don't know that yet right uh but in general puck is kind of doing the righteous path like the good paragon playthrough and is trying to like get involved in helping people still yeah uh, and sure. will kind of initiate conflicts for guts for good. in a way of yeah. just like fly in there and get in some trouble and yep. then it's just like oh fine I guess I'll I'll fight these things <laughs> to to move it forward or whatever <clears throat> Right. Uh, so yeah, nice, nice little intro character to ground things. It like just so it's not the bleakest, most despairful worlds ever, and pushes you right out kind of thing. Because I w- I guess I was kind of close, but I was still intrigued by the knowledge that this was going to inform a bunch of Dark Souls monsters and stuff. I wanted to like see that happen. So right. I was still like flipping pages with this gruff jerk character, <laughs> just like. All right. Well, he's gonna get in some boss battles, so I want to see those. Right. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 keep this going. Yeah. Uh, and sure enough, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we're getting into some multi-form crazy fights, which are like, it's hard to overstate how many video games totally cribbed from this <laughs> in yeah. a way that makes. I mean, me feel Navi like, in general, like the weird yeah little Navi companion multi-form crazy inhabited demon things or whatever like Giant sword swords. fighting like you brought up dante when we first talked about it. i was like really and it's like a hundred percent like yeah. the lone swarthy like sword fighter person uh of course is is also that uh his gun arm kind of situation is yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that's uh, so cool though i really i've there's things about guts i fucking hate at the beginning but mm-hmm. anytime he's fighting, it wasn't it wasn't it. <laughs> I'm so glad good. it eventually like gets to where he got all this stuff and there's like the armory with like Godo or whatever. Gato yeah. the I think Godo Blacksmith. Yeah. yeah. Like just that he has all this stuff of just like I, I don't really know why I made this sword. It was a stupid thing I did. I <laughs> I made it too big. <laughs> the story of the sword is hilarious. Folly. How yeah. it's like I was commissioned to make a sword that could kill a dragon. So he did. And it's just a giant piece slab of uh, iron that's sharpened. And he got like ran out of town for mocking the king or something. It's like, what are you could doing? This is, this is no finesse to this. It's like, I don't know. It's got a cleave of a dragon skull. Like, what did you want? But so he just keeps it as a reminder of his failure as a young blacksmith or something. And then it's just like, oh, well, it perfectly worked it's like, out. No, this is perfect. I got to kill a dragon. I got to kill demons. <laughs> I guess the the causality led this to all come together in a really nice way. Uh, the, yeah, kind of the idea of like fate and like predestination or something that's like underneath a bunch of stuff. It sort of feels like a video game narrative in a yeah. way to me because it's just like 
well, this will always end at some point. Like we're always working towards a goal. I don't know that it got to be realized by issue 41 or whatever. Like, I guess I'll find out the journey is still plenty sweet. It's not, it's not like fully contingent on this ending. Well, uh, but yeah, like the, the core (laughs) kind of, I, I don't know the momentum towards something grand and crazy is, uh, is interesting. It keeps it a page turner for sure. I want to see what all these crazy characters are for in a lot of ways, like Zod, the skull King. Why are they against void and Conrad and like the, the Xenobites. So the the Cenobites. Yeah. I I have a tab open. That's just butterball from, from Hellraiser. Cause it's like, is Conrad. Ubik, I would oh, say more Ubik. with the glasses. No, Con- Conrad's a small one, isn't he? Conrad kind of has like a cleft palate and like a big bald oh, head or whatever. It's sort of oh, a combo okay. of both. It's because Ubik's kind of yeah. flying around in his weird little way, but he's got the like same face as Butterball essentially yeah. from Hellraiser. To be clear, what we're talking about, Clive Barker, which is like super contemporary with the start of this. It's like I don't know if like Mira went and saw this movie and then was like, all right, I'll fold some of that in. <laughs> it yeah. seemed kind of weird, but I don't, just cause so much of this has informed other stuff, but there's also like little things that seem to have informed it. Uh, I kind of want to bring up evil dead as yep. like a possibility. Cause he says groovy when he gets his gun arm. So we did have a <laughs> whole know? discussion actually in an episode about that. We think that is, a dark horse uh, translation to kind of relate it more to our culture. Our our audience. Okay. That would make some sense. Although there was also like Wilde's creepy like tongue situation with Casca was kind of like, oh, it's like that tree situation in the first Evil Dead a little bit. But Japan is the world of weird tentacle situations. So. It's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows who? Uh, but... I guess it's a purely visual point of reference. Like we were kind of just talking about Butterball and what he looks like. I guess just image search that and you'll see what I mean. Yeah. Uh, In a similar vein, Griffith's helmet was immediately jumping off as like, oh, that's like Phantom of the Paradise. The main character has like a, I have a laser disc here with him on it for Paul's benefit. Just with the curvature and, like, the pronounced eye poking out of the helmet. He's also on the back. Uh, But I don't know. It probably, that's probably informing it. Or it's just while a bird's head, if it was a medieval helmet, would also look kind of like this. But every time I see it, that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, Um, no. I mean, people should just Google that because I think it's a strong thing. Yeah, just Phantom of the Paradise helmet. And then yeah. see see that because uh, pretty similar, uh, but in a good way. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> at least sure. at least it makes me feel <laughs> like I sort of can like see where some of this came from. It's not setting like it is not the originator of all of this stuff, but no, it's definitely no, no. iterating on it in fun ways. Uh, yeah, yeah, more so with Hellscapes than we get in the Hellraiser films. <laughs> so, but sure. appreciate it anyway. But okay, I'm going to yeah. hand the the baton to you for a second while I look okay. through what I got here. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, man, 
Uh, we should talk about some of the characters who you like, who you dislike, and all that sort of stuff. Because I think the Swordsman arc stuff is what it is. The meat and potatoes of what we read, The Golden Age, is literally putting reasons why you should care about these main characters. Reasons specifically why you should care about Casca and Guts. And, like, I kind of like that we know, like, we learned Griffith's name early. So it kind of leads this whole dark ambiance or whatever to where what we're reading because we know at some point griffith becomes this weird god hand demon sort of thing or ostensibly because he yells out his name in anger in the beginning so there's that's kind of right like uh once the behalet is activated and the count kind of fails to become a full demon or whatever like that is when we first like see that there's history between one of the god hand and guts yeah and and he, he says his him name griffith so then when we encounter like human griffith it's like oh weird what happened to this guy there's a darkness over the whole thing like immediately yeah sure despite his kind of like polished visage or whatever like the the kind of goofy happy-go-lucky way he comports himself it's like no no there's something real sinister happening (laughs) with this guy uh, which is compelling stuff. Like, it's interesting to see the kind of two-faced nature of him. Yeah. Uh, and when you get little flickers of, of how dark he can be as a person, uh, yeah. it's it's interesting stuff. I, st- I totally was, like, 100% with him, though, when he, like, stares down that, like, yeah, sniveling sure. dude that's, like, conspiring against him. Him going up against, like, the shitty nobles of the kingdom it's just yeah. like, oh, these people suck. Like, totally. he should totally kill all these guys. It's fine. Him, yeah. like, burning that queen and everything, too. I was like, totally. She deserved it. Yep. <laughs> you know, so he can he can throw pretty dark without me, like, getting upset with him. But yeah. once he takes the turn, it's like, oh, okay. he He's crossed the line for Guts and for us <laughs> into being a pretty crappy villain, I guess. Pretty bad uh, friend, I would say. Bad pretty friend. bad friend. That's a that's a bad move. That's 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 rude, <laughs> at yeah. the least. But oh man, yeah. To make light of an extremely terrible situation, it's pretty rude. Oh, I sure hope Casca's gonna be okay from here on, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I want her to recover. Like the most traumatic things have happened. Uh, she has retreated inside herself or whatever after that, and I totally get it. But I just, I don't know. I want to keep seeing like. Does she rehabilitate? Does she get some revenge? I always wanted her to be the one to turn the table on the shitty soldiers and stuff that are taunting her. Yeah. Uh, like whatever that contingent of like the, the, who is that guy? He's just this like super all talk shitty yeah. soldier. So he's kind of <laughs> yeah. funny though. Like his different one of his like special techniques is running away from battle or what like. There's... Like, he just attaches his family name to whatever thing it is. And it's like, haha, you thought I was a coward, but it is, in fact, this technique that I know. It's like, I guess, but no. You're yeah. just a chicken shit. Uh, ugh. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. The hilarious, like, names of some of these battalions they're going up against, like, just, like, seven or eight words to describe this righteous order of knights or whatever is just, I don't know. Like... That there's a sense of humor underneath, like, the grim, dark, bleak foreground of all this is kind of helping make it a a fun reading experience, even when it's 
occasionally really traumatic, crazy things. So we have we have the Black Ram Iron Lance Knights. We mm-hmm. have the Purple Rhino Knights, one of my personal faves. But the Pretty best simple. one, yeah, the Blue Whale Knights, just because their armor has like nautical themed shit on it, and it's so dumb because <laughs> they're obviously in a desert of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some great shit there. Uh, let's talk about Casca a little bit more in depth. Uh, oh, yeah. I kind of wanted to... Mm-hmm. On on our Pixel Response episode, we talked about her design change, and you didn't believe me. <laughs> but I just want to show you two pictures. This is kind of the first issue she appears in. Okay. She is yep. very fair-skinned. And then, like, I just wanted to screen cap her yelling, shut up, because she's so mad. Uh, okay. But they... They kind of darken her complexion more so, pronounced, you know, yeah. like in the first so issue, I, she is like that occasionally, but it, it was always throwing me off. I was like, oh, she's standing in the shade of some tent or something <laughs> like I wasn't right. perceiving that she was like slightly Spanish or whatever it is, like Okinawan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I brought this up and I was gaslit because I also said in an episode, has she always been like black or like darker skinned? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, totally, right from the beginning. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to clear that up, that there were a yeah, few times I, at least. I borrowed the, like, first issue she appears in again from the library just to, like, flip through and be like, I swear she just kind of looked like miniature guts for a bit there. Like, sure. she almost just looked very similar, especially when she's, like, warming him after his coma or whatever. Right. It was just like, oh, there's just two of them. Oh, okay. No, she's a she's a lady. Yeah, <laughs> whatnot, but uh, darker. Skin. Yeah, they kind of change her design just a little bit to better differentiate her, maybe, or yeah. give her some different kingdom that she came from or whatever. But it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, she has a she has a tough path. <laughs> she goes so, through a lot. She's one of my favorite characters mainly because she's one of the ones that actually like. I don't know. I don't like how they treat her in this. Um, Oh, they put her in all sorts of horrible dilemmas. Every single time she fights somebody, it's not just like, I'm going to kill you, you bitch. It's I'm going to kill you and then rape your corpse or something like it's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, how cute a woman is here. That that would be every (laughs) time, every time. And I get it. They're in the middle ages and stuff like that. There definitely was a like women shouldn't be on the battlefield or they should be at home or whatever. I get it. Mm -hmm. You don't have like, you don't have to do it every time. And my big problem was, I think her, um, her rape at the hands of Femto had too much of a like male gaze to it in a little weird way that hasn't been there or Uh, necessary. Yeah. I was kind of hentai. I almost wonder if it was like echoing, like uh, Griffith's love scene with Charlotte, but in this like weird depraved oh. situation, because that's pretty explicit too. Uh, sure. But then it's or or even Casca and Guts' <laughs> role in the hay uh, is yeah. is pretty like whatever issue it was. It was just like the the nudity issue. It was like the boning issue. That's a, that's one of the there. ones I've uh, been talking about that. I was catching up and reading at work, and I just like turned my like, oh. da- <laughs> I turned my chair more <laughs> than before. <laughs> yeah, no, the, it gets a uh, lot of lot of hot 
action going on that is causing huge problems <laughs> with kingdoms and whatnot. I mean, Casca yeah. and Guts is pretty sweet, but I guess that's probably the origin point of our little wonky monster fetus, uh, which yeah. I'm assuming gets corrupted by Femto's evil. That's like, what that's they, why it's like that. That's what they assume, at least in the book. I guess we don't know for sure. That's and that that probably caused this weird demon miscarriage or something. Whatever <laughs> uh, it was, yeah. That poor that poor little guy. That whole uh, scene is kind of cool though, with her and guts, because even though it is sexual in nature and maybe a wow, little. Wow, how much do those look like those black squiggly things in Bloodborne though? Like, yeah, like a lot, almost exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, not to always fold it back to From Software, but hey, if you've played those games, like this is a mind bender. <laughs> you yeah, should check out absolutely. this manga. Uh, it's like the origin story. It's it's really pronounced sometimes. That thing kind of looks like it a very miniature version of uh god what the hell the what's the one you fight in the middle of uh the big square or whatever in bloodborne oh that like falls out of the moon and it's just this writhing crazy yeah, yeah. corpse thing i can't yeah. remember the name of that thing but it looks kind of like a uh small version of that or something but yeah mm-hmm. i don't know Without, like, giant arms, because everything in Bloodborne has to have giant arms to attack you with. Just horrible, like, living flesh mounds and crazy eyeballs on things and all of this abstract, like, like the way the Behelet's face looks and everything. Great, great horror imagery, I guess. And the, oh... It I I I know like the most recent episode was the eclipse F, so I just don't just want to fixate on the exact same things you guys just talked about. It's the but biggest thing to talk about, honestly. All though. all the crazy monsters and the crazy column of like faces that he stabs his sword into <laughs> to like slow his fall. Something about that was just like, oh dude, he yeah. stabbed faces to stop his fall. That's gnarly. Uh, At the beginning of that scene too, I swear to God, it, it's taken directly out of uh dark souls or like dark souls takes it directly on the pages where the eclipse is happening mm-hmm. and there's hollow creatures essentially in the shadows coming forward it's like yeah this is the intro where they talk about the pygmy or whatever and mm-hmm. humanity like it's it's weird how much of that stuff is actually stolen almost verbatim in a lot of ways but then like just conveying it conveying that kind of stuff in an interactive medium kind of changes it enough i mm-hmm. guess it doesn't feel like a horrible bootleg and exactly it's just kind of neat that they're maybe trying to capture that feeling of like turning a page and seeing a crazy ass monster it's kind of that like what is that thing in the darkness i i have to fight it i have to deal with this thing it's sort of guts's situation every day (laughs) where he's encountering horrible things that want to kill him uh yeah and that is his life now (laughs) but yeah and then just the oversized weapon yeah of course yeah like i'm always using the largest weapons too so it's like fun to see that inspiration point oh when he fights that pig demon and kind of clips the like part of the building and it doesn't matter it just like breaks through it the dragon slayer the dragon (laughs) slayer only yeah like i'm i'm sure you've maybe seen some fan art of stuff to come up but uh Guts's berserk armor is literally Artorius. Like, <laughs> so okay. There's, yeah, there's very definitely things just straight stolen design wise. 
<laughs> and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sorry, I guess getting back to narrative beats. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So does the does the behelet that Vargas have like fall into Guts's possession? Like he has it now in his I pocket. I don't. I'm gonna be real. I don't remember. It's been the Black Swordsman arc was eleven giant. It was a long time ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was just I was just listening to you and Ben talk about it and was kind of like, oh yeah, right, yeah. He does encounter one. Does he keep it? Because then that's like it seems like they almost operate like the One Ring or something. They sort of choose a person and will find them when yeah. it's the time or whatever. So is is and like. Skull Knight's kind of a righteous demon of some kind. He opposes the Inhumans, but he still has the crazy all-caps font when he speaks and is of that realm somehow. Yeah, so, it's interesting because the whole story of Skull Knight when they're walking down to save Griffith of, like, a uh, king of a kingdom that, like, was perfect or whatever and that the demons or, I guess, the angels in the story opposed and or whatever like that's him that they're talking yeah it almost about. seems like was he like wanted to be a rec- like he was chosen to be a recruit or something but turned away and like kept part powers of the God that he can use to oppose it yeah right yeah that's what i'm thinking too but i have no he's idea. interesting and he's yep. got like you know a he has the most metal ass design ever <laughs> Oh, him breaking into the like eclipse bubble or whatever to save them was just, yeah, most metal stuff ever. (laughs) I don't know what that's kind of why I can't watch any anime or whatever, because like what music choice are they going to choose and like what's playing in my head when I read it and whatever. Like I have to give the anime one thing. Their music choices are fucking phenomenal. They're so good. Everything else is kind of garbage. Uh, that's going to be a conversation I have with Ben because Ben watched the anime first and then went back that to read the, the manga. That was the intro point? Okay. Yeah. So for him, he is really fond of the anime. I fucking hate it. I absolutely <laughs> hate the anime so much. Um, like being introduced to it later. Yeah. It's, it's like, only 25 episodes, right? Rem- so how Remember Kids Bop Guts or whatever? It's like, oh, this is Kids Bop Berserk. Oh, there's yeah. still the reap? What? <laughs> how? Like, I guess that's pretty... Oh. It's pretty important story beats, but... There's no Skull Knight yeah. at all. Like, yeah, it's... There's no Wild, which makes sense. You could cut that whole part out. You don't really need it, honestly. I, I guess. It's still kind of neat to see him fell a demon for the first time, you know? Like, yeah. he doesn't quite kill him, but by all accounts, he should have. Like, he rammed several blades into its head. Uh, well, the first time that Guts uh, has been, like, killed essentially three times and still got up to fight. <laughs> to continue fighting. I Wild, I actually... Oh, my goodness. He has a real horrible graphic rape situation happens. Whoa. Yeah, that Airplanes. is Airplanes? I hope so. <laughs> All right. I've never, I've never heard them that close. <laughs> That's Some actually sort of terrifying. air attack on False House. I mean, usually uh, I'm pretty good at, like, not noticing them. The blue angels are buzzing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's just three planes in a formation flying by really low. Oh, you know what? There's probably an air show, like, Ugh. going on. Like, Top Gun was huge. I remember seeing ads for an air show. So, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Weird to go from... Okay. Wild and the Black Knights 
uh, Black Dog, sorry. Yeah. Like, their horrible rape of that, like, farm family was I real, like... Oh, that, I hate these guys so much. I that part made die. me physically ill, like looking yeah. at it. There's just something about the juxtaposition of seeing them just be so cool and nice to like the people that we care about and everything's happy. And then seeing oh. them on pikes and being absolutely just defiled. And it's so no, bad. Knowing they were being pursued by them. All, all of this has also made me just hate that king so much. And I need him to yeah. die in the worst way. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see if that transpires. Uh, Charlotte's dad just so Piece done with shit. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. what a coward. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, the black dogs, them kicking that off, like having such a dark moment with those characters, and then to have that character also be doing the most like Captain Falcon bullshit when he's fighting, like just like wild jump, wild <laughs> smash, wild backhand. It's like this guy is such a cartoon. <laughs> But he's so despicable. Like, this yeah. is so weird. And he's uh, obviously and then, like a Saiyan, essentially, like a monkey form Saiyan for a lot of it. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, when his, like, shoulder eyeballs open up, though, it was just such yeah. a, like, oh, Resident Evil also yep. really yep. like this. <laughs> yep. Like, thus far, it had been, like, okay, a lot of From Software, a lot of Capcom, like, via Devil May Cry. But then this was like, oh, also this is Body probably horror. looking Here at this. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, weirdly placed eyeballs, real effective. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. And then, yeah, jam, jamming big swords into that thing and hoping it dies. But then Zod has to show up to do his like horns finisher. I mean, that part on, is just so him. cool showcasing how powerful Zod really is, where this like almost incomprehensible entity that they can't kill is just like cracked over his knee like no problem so like yeah just throw this little shit away i'm a real demon (laughs) oh like there was some similar beats in terms of like both of them being impressed that these humans were putting up such a fight or whatever but you get the sense that zod is just entertaining them at a point like it's like yeah oh cool wow you actually landed some blows and cut off my arm that was really something also i have wings and you have a crimson behelet so i will leave you be but yeah. i would have ended you <laughs> like it wouldn't have been a problem well that was like uh, his first form of like three that we've seen <laughs> like, yeah that they almost got anywhere <laughs> with. oh and that he didn't even need to transform to kill like a hundred people or whatever right. like all of the raiders are just dead in there <laughs> Yeah, and then exactly. it's like that's just default humanoid form. Yeah, uh, I do really like the like. For some reason, I keep like wondering if a thing is a demon, <laughs> and then yeah. it is. Uh, but the the kind of oh, we're gonna just write normal font for when somebody's speaking, and then you know when they're they're corrupted when they start speaking in the all cap like jagged <laughs> font. Yeah, and it's like. Oh wow! Okay, so that dude's like for real, like he's possessed by the something. demon font. Yeah, yeah, or just like what's with this thing? Oh, it's also a demon, <laughs> of course. But it's all or an inhuman, I guess. Mm-hmm. However, the the lore describes it. But the acolytes, I think, is like a term they use a lot too for people for the smaller demons trying to become a greater demon of some sort, or apostles. I or guess apostles. I see. Yeah, apostles. Y- yeah, right. yeah. Um. <laughs> okay sorry let me just uh okay one of the i guess all of it's black and white it works well for like the grim atmosphere of everything 
Yeah. The cover art is occasionally conflicting with my brain as to what Griffith's hair looks like. He is okay. like bleach it's blonde in my brain. Okay, but no, it white. is, but it's like blue white. You know? Yeah. It's oh, a sure. A little weird. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Part of my mind is not like accepting that as like a thing. It's just like no, he looks like Robert Plant or something. Like he just has. Oh. Um, no, you know, not not like human white. Like, gleaming blonde hair is what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. But it's no. not what it is. Yeah. And the anime, I assume, has to just have him rendered with his weird blue color hair the entire time he's around. Well, the uh, original anime, I think, literally just uses white and then maybe some blue for shadowing on it if they need to. Okay. But yeah. yeah it's, it's just, just like the absence of with, color. With what I'm seeing as like rational or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Sure. Blue is a little strange, but. Sure. It is still a manga. It's still an anime, but yep, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to voice that, I guess. One of the fun like things the, the about hair his decisions. hair being so light, though, are the panels where it kind of like bleeds off into the sky or into the rest of the page or whatever. Like, I like that. Sure. Stuff quite a bit. I guess in for that, I was assuming it was kind of like the sun is gleaming off of it because of its golden color, but it's like no, no, it's blending with the background of the sky. You're right, but right. And also just the artistic design of a manga of, like, this is a whole page spread that I'm just going to draw eyeballs on to give it kind of, like, a cool, like, ethereal effect of this Mm -hmm. dude who's obviously larger than life in a lot of ways, uh, charismatically. Oh, yeah. I I guess we'll get to the weird, like, mental path he has to go on when he's faced with the choice or whatever, like, the sacrifice choice. I guess we can just talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. The way Ubik is kind of like they're playing talking him. to him and like coaxing him along was such an interesting like is this just how like a sociopathic narcissist thinks or something of like yeah. oh all of these corpses are for me to ascend like if I were to turn down the choice now I will yeah. like betray them all like I need is. to do this I need to go further in order to like seal the deal or else I'd be worse somehow. Like it's just this, it was sort of a compelling, it's like, yeah, Griffith's got to do it. Like He's, he's got to do it. Despite all of the awful things that are about to transpire to all these characters. We like, like he is in this bizarre position where it's sort of the only choice for him, especially after the year in the darkness, like at the bottom of the, th- that crazy dungeon. Yeah, uh, which I was getting total Dragon's Dogma vibes from some of that stuff too. There's this crazy like pit underneath the city in that game, like under the capital. There's this like lost place that's like we don't even talk about anymore. And it's like, oh, weird. Yet another thing, also yeah. from Capcom, that is like probably informed by this. Sure, uh, but yeah, I I don't know why, but despite the scene with the king saying like, "Hey, torture guy, go nuts," I didn't think he'd be that ruined after all that. You know, like no tongue, like perhaps his face is peeled, like all these awful things that have taken place. We never see his face. Uh, no, he's fully again. like, yeah. like fan of the paradise helmet the yep. whole time past that point. Uh, man in the iron mask or whatever you will. Yep. Uh, so. As horrible as everything he does is, it kind of like leads him there in a way that made sense to me. It was like, this is his only choice. This is Gut's only choice to now not care about anybody (laughs) in his pursuit. 
right. of of hunting all these things, like his war declaration against all inhuman kind or whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a great like uh, establishment of these two opposing, but kind of both. They're very extremely similar. powerful and like individualistic in this weird way, but like yeah. one is fine <laughs> using everybody to climb the mountain to like death mountain and the other is like no i should walk the path by myself i don't need anybody well i mean Uh, they're kind of opposing ideologies too where griffith is very much the embodiment of following what you think like your preordained path your destiny is where literally guts is the struggler right he struggles against fate and determination and stuff like that and that's why He's always going to have to be fighting something to just because he was supposed to die multiple times, yeah. like right from birth. He was supposed to be dead, essentially. But like, his oh, whole yeah, life him, him being born fate. on a battlefield from like a dead person. and all Yeah. That. Like as soon as it jumps back to his formative days, it, it a lot of stuff clicks in immediately <laughs> of just like, yeah. oh, OK, that's why he's he's such a such a prickle. <laughs> Like such yeah. a cactus is because of all of these things like yeah yeah i don't know it was it was quite quite clever storytelling uh just yeah establishing things and then paying them off later uh pretty pretty brilliant stuff yeah um super super cool stuff oh i guess i didn't use the word nihilism to describe guts but it's kind of like hard-earned nihilism it's not just yeah. being glib for the sake of it or whatever like it's like oh no he got there organically he was always kind of like the standoffish lone wolf guy amongst the hawks or whatever like he's sitting up on the wall not celebrating uh but he still found a place and then to have that all stripped away in the sacrifice uh yeah now now he has his motivation i did also like screen cap him yelling bastards when he yeah first kind of freaks out when he goes berserk you know yeah so that that's been also a theme of just like we should clip this and make this like a sticker in the discord like there's so many good panels and faces and stuff that you just want to screenshot yeah no if if, like the reader is outraged at all at something that happens like uh guts is 30 times more so (laughs) upset by what is transpiring Oh, yeah. man, when Rickert kind of just stumbles into this horrible <laughs> feast of like yeah. not even the feast, like the the eclipse feast. It's just somehow four or five or whatever demons just decided to eat everyone that night. It's like that yeah. was such a surreal, like nightmarish thing for him. <laughs> like, yeah, soul shattering experiences for these characters of uh where what where is everybody i was just getting some water what's going on and it's just like oh everything awful happened in like no time at all there's just a corpse (laughs) upside down now of like my companion saying run or whatever yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like it was almost like is this even really happening like this all came about so badly and then i guess it was i was thrown for a bit because i was like i thought the rest of the hawks were over here and it's like oh they split up like there's yeah. thousands there's of them at some point in time yeah yeah sure. but now there is not they are they're all gone there are two <laughs> <But> <laughs> there there's are two, two people left yeah and yeah. one is missing an arm and an eye and yeah is yeah, his eye is kind of just way. damaged and he keeps it closed or 
what happened to it. I kind of missed that injury because so they the they really demon was like the... making him look or like holding his head up. Watch oh, the does rape. The, does a claw go in the eye? So Ben's interpretation is that she says like don't watch or whatever. Uh, his interpretation is that guts forces his eye into the uh, thing to like blind himself. Or whatever. And how awful what he's seeing is. Yeah. Like, he'd rather lose an eye than see that transpire. Okay. I guess, but, like... That's the more... That's the most, like, metal way. That's the most <laughs> guts answer to it, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I could go back and revisit that scene, but it's a pretty gnarly scene. Yeah, um, I counted it. I think it, I said it was 11 or 12 pages of just, like, the rape happening. But, like, in a way that isn't just yeah she's being raped but it's like showing her body off in like weird like i i people make this argument that it's meant to make you uncomfortable and like that i don't think that's necessarily a good argument because the way it's sexualized make i think is like trying to make you feel like it's a little bit hot or something and it isn't i find that whole part disgusting in a way that i'm not disgusted with mira's work otherwise like I found oh, that okay. out of place. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to say with the narrative. Like it's supposed to be horrible. It is. But yeah. Finding that balance is is really tricky. Uh, that part's yeah. just bad. That's there's no good feelings from that part. Like in any way, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but it's... um. So uh, this is another discussion we had. Apparently, from how the anime works, right? It's pretty, yeah, this could be aired on television. They're doing the Golden Age stuff. There's not a whole lot of the, like, blood and guts. There's, like, dudes killing each other and stuff in wars, but nothing crazy. And then, like, that shit still happens, so I could see why people are like, what the fuck? This is absolutely disgusting. Why? Or whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not as much of a like holy shit moment in the manga because i feel like we've gradually gone to the point where we're expecting bad shit to happen to these characters yeah i mean it it was it was interesting again listening to early stuff with with you talking about it because it's like it seems so dark early on like you were talking about like uh the caravan where like the little girl knifes her dad or whatever cuts off his head and it's like, that's pretty gnarly, but it's so not gnarly compared to where we've gotten to, like, 10 yeah. issues later or whatever, 10 volumes later. Yeah. Like, that's like, you know, Night of the Living Dead or something, like the little girl with the spade attacking her parents or whatever. Like, that was kind yeah. of that kind of horror imagery. Some of the horror imagery later is just like, I don't know that I've ever seen anything like quite like this. Like, right. You know, the the just incredible number of uniquely designed monsters that are coming to eat everyone that has been part of the band this whole time uh is is kind of its own crazy spectacle uh but yeah it 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 makes the early stuff seem lighter <laughs> as as we venture deeper into the dark of the I'm sure. cavern or whatever yeah I'm sure. Uh, to the point, though, where after the Golden Arc ends and, like, the Eclipse has so far been the craziest thing, because I went one pass, yeah. and it's like, all right, there's, like, this tree monster, but, yeah, it's not yeah. that bad I compared see to that. what we've encountered. What I'm told is coming up, like, so a big part of us putting together a podcast where we're talking about this thing was that 
it's going to be hard to find the spots to talk about and how to talk about this thing until after the golden age and then after that it can be split up into like oh yeah then this like arc happens or this chapter or this monster of the week sort of thing like it becomes more of a standard thing that isn't 11 things of people being cut cut apart and raped and <laughs> all that sort of thing so okay yeah i'm what, curious what's see. the next like major story branch is going to be because yeah right now it's just lone swordsman is back hunting things and we're probably going to encounter wild monsters every week kind of thing right. like the early beats with like oh there's this count and he he something's wrong with that guy and then you kind of find out more yeah, uh, which was good stuff. Like I, I was still yep. interested in that that little story, but if yeah, I'm curious how they're gonna establish a new path forward into what what's the next big dilemma we got to deal with. <laughs> at some point, are like these Behelet merchants gonna be looked into <laughs> at all, or it's just like yeah, oh, they're just pawns of fate. Like they don't really know what they're doing. Like I was kind of thinking, it's like. You know, I was in a bazaar in the Middle East and a guy sold me a crazy puzzle box and I don't know what it's about kind of thing like Hellraiser esque, you know, sure. Like this is a cursed object. I don't know what it is, but give me 20 bucks. <laughs> like that's what it means to me. And they're not really like the puppet masters of everything or whatever. Right. Uh, it's not void doing that. Which he looks no. so nutty. He almost looks like the aliens from uh, Mars attacks. <laughs> Mars attacks. Yep. Yeah. Along so, with Count Dracula, like from every Castlevania or something, the cloak. Mm-hmm. And just the weird kind of peeled teeth thing or whatever he's got going I see on. Nobody like, t- a chatterer type design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that so- we can have a conversation about Xenobites because the motherfucker I talk about this shit regularly <laughs> with is just like, yeah, I don't know Hellraiser. I don't know this. I don't know. It's like, no, there's so clearly so many things that you can like pick apart. Yeah. And, culture that's taken from here i've only seen two of those movies because i keep hearing they get worse and worse but i still kind of like the whole deal i sort of i sort of want to see pinhead go online and go into outer space and all the dumb shit they come up with but did you see three? yeah i have not seen three okay you that's need to the- at least watch three because there's like a xenobite with dvds in his head essentially just like discs <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not opposed to seeing three. One and two. I was actually surprised how good two was. Uh, it Two's was okay. It, yeah, it's okay. It, it comes up with some cool Cenobite lore stuff too. Almost the the beat with like you can actually become one, yeah. sort of comes from the second movie. Yep. Uh, or at least establishes that these were all probably people at some point, and they became these monsters. I guess kind of like the God born of man or whatever that we're dealing with here. Have they named the Dark God in uh, Berserk as of yet? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. So, I'm, okay. I'm curious what they do with that, because in there, this next volume you're going to look at with Ben, there's like the prototype, which is like a the pilot almost for the whole thing. Uh, oh. It, yeah, it's like pre the regular run. It's like 1988. Oh, okay. uh, like an early sort of sketching out ideas and stuff. And you can kind of see where some of them fold into arcs that would become part of the story. But I'm wondering if some of that stuff still canon or would become in, in the story or not. So we'll, we'll see. 
Well, interestingly, we forgot to talk about this, and I should probably write a note about it so next time we get together, we can. There was an issue that was just, like, taken out of, like, not circulation, but, like, Mira took it out, and it's just like, no, don't, like... They unpublished it or whatever. and Like I director's think it, cut or something? It's like, this is not canon anymore. I'm plucking this out. No, I. it's still canon, I think. Let me look it up here. I think it's like issue 89 or something. Uh, You know how oh. when he's turning into Femto, there's like yeah. a moment where there's just like a mass of something. He's like, is this God? And then it kind of cuts. Apparently, yeah. the one after that is literally just like a chapter called God or the God or something. And it kind of more uh. closely explains what that is. But apparently, from what I'm to understand, they just cut it because it doesn't feel like it fits properly. Oh, weird. I thought he was maybe delaying revealing some of that stuff till later. So it stays mysterious longer kind of thing. But if if it just felt too off the wall. Uh, yeah, because there, there's kind of this like look at this underbelly of this weird carapace or whatever, and it's Griffith seeing it and kind of yeah. wondering what that's about. And yeah, I guess you could have slotted in a like more trippy experience of Griffith's transformation, which would have been I say how cool. much I love that shit too, though. That yeah. like the whole like this is a god of some sort or the god, and it's just like un- incomprehensible because. I mean, I like cosmic horror, <laughs> so like it's so yeah, like, yeah. This is perfect. This is exactly how you should depict God. <laughs> oh, and it's it's tinged in a negative way, which sort of reflects my feelings about the supernatural. It's just like if there is anything, it's some bad shit. It's no good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It it being this kind of like incredible under like Leviathan or something that's like all sorts of evil is like, Oh yeah, that, that, that more so checks out than the compassionate nonsense I was fed for decades. <laughs> Cause that doesn't fit reality. Okay. I found it. So it is yeah. called God of the abyss two because chapter awesome. 82 is called God of the abyss one. Although in our publications, it just says God of the abyss, not part one or whatever, because oh, so tricky. if you, if you want to look it up, it's, Vol, not volume. Uh, they refer to them as uh, what are they called? Issues. Now? No, yeah. not issue. They refer to them as something else. Episodes is what they call it. Episode. Uh, okay. So episode eighty-three, God of the Abyss two. It's unvolumized. It's not part of the volume, like the collection. But yeah, that is no. It, it is sort fun. of remarkable, like how delayed this was into western culture like yeah it's it's funny to me that it's like informing stuff that we are getting day one like final fantasy 7 <laughs> but it's not even like translated and put over here yet for our benefit yeah. to know that so it's just this weird out of time piece of media like reading about the dvds not coming over until like 2002 2003 yeah and yeah i'm sure i've heard of this in like strange like I, i'm pretty sure a friend of mine jordan has read all these and was talking about like this legendary like series that has not been finished yet and they're worried that he's gonna die a la george rr R. martin yeah. and now he is in fact dead yeah uh not able to finish the the epic saga uh but i at that point in time i didn't have enough context or anything and also the ease of just getting ebooks on my reader is yep. is such a keystone as well. I've just like 
oh, this is awesome. Like, I don't, I don't need to go to some weird BBS and get like yeah. screen caps or go to some weird dingy basement where a guy has get some BMP BMP yeah. files or whatever that they're going to take all day to download. Pay a hundred dollars at Suncoast Video to get like a tape of some of this. Dude, <laughs> it's like I really, no, really want those uh like leather bound collector's editions though like i want this so bad on my shelf but i know if i buy them i'm gonna be so mad when i have to move and pack them up (laughs) yeah no the the book purchasing has definitely slowed down around here because of this uh which is saving us some headaches in the future for sure (laughs) yeah uh but yeah i guess if something hits a sufficient level of like this is pretty special you do want to have it in some tangible way uh, i think so pretty yeah. great that like this is still true nobody seems to be reading all those issues on the library website so they're just there i can borrow them at my leisure that's pretty uh, good it's, it's pretty great yeah. <laughs> so uh the, even with elden ring like there hasn't been this crazy flood of newbies there might be out. now with vo- yeah. the new volume coming out over here uh there might be now people starting it or going into it Mm -hmm. uh but yeah no it i guess i i probably made this comparison point on on pixel response but it it sort of feels like when i watched ghost in the shell and sort of realized where a bunch of western cyberpunk stuff came from (laughs) like it was like oh the matrix i see this this is sort of a live action version of what i'm watching right now uh this has like a gigantic footprint also like we've talked about several video games that have clearly cribbed from it but just yeah the kind of way it carries itself seems to seems to be printed all over the place like it's it's probably gonna affect how i'm perceiving video game stuff for a little while here (laughs) for sure yeah sure like uh hopefully in a positive way like yeah, it's just like oh, everybody's kind of paying homage to this great work or whatever. It doesn't feel like they're just bootlegging, <laughs> but sure, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's kind of a weirdly incestuous relationship with media and pop culture in general. When a lot of stuff came out of Japan, they're on an island together. They're influenced by each other, and like yeah. So like, of course, a lot of that stuff. We're, is just we're seeing to- some of the monsters and stuff too, like coming from like a kaiju awareness growing up. It's just yeah. like, oh, we're seeing the same weird things at the aquarium and weird bugs all over the place. Like cicada fell on my face when I was three or something, and now I'm gonna draw this weird ass thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's probably sure. all coming from the same basic natural twists or whatever. But just some of the stuff like. Uh, the only other place I've seen like a, a creature with its torso is an upside down head was like Bayonetta, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I so I kind of want to go back and be like, was the Bayonetta art directive just like, like those horrible demons, but angel versions. So it's like slightly more pure, but they're still awful and trying to kill you kind of thing. Yeah, but, I th- and I think we're going to see more contemporary stuff even as we continue, right? As, like, mm-hmm. people that were 10 in Japan in, like, 97 or whatever. Yeah. They're going to be the age where they're, they've started making video games, like, a few years ago or whatever. So we're going to see... I think we're going to see more of those influences as these series continues, as we continue to go through it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I fought a guy like that hilarious there he is 
or like I've been in a room like this or something like it, yeah. it's got it's got a lot going on. Uh, and but yeah, but at the same time, I think it's it's still nice to see that it's it's pulling from like maybe Evil Dead, definitely Hellraiser. Yeah, uh, perhaps this weird mid 70s Brian De Palma musical <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like whatever this weird hodgepodge is. Uh, and then feeding it into this uh, medieval trek through through darkness. I guess one last note on like hairstyles, though. I found Guts' super short hair really weird early on. I was like, is this what a medieval knight would have? This seems weird. Hmm. But okay. I guess it pragmatically makes sense to not have something a monster could grab sure. <laughs> while or gets fighting. In, or when you're like sweating and stuff, gets in your eyes and... Yeah, I think yeah. at one point, though, I just need him, like, chopping his hair with, like, a blade or something. <laughs> just to be like, I am doing this sometimes <laughs> at the campfire at night. Yeah. I'm hacking at my own hair to keep it short. And You need that minutia. A little bit. A little more minutia would be nice. <laughs> I'm, everything with Goto was, is fantastic, so why not build that world yeah. out? Yeah. They, they need a barbershop that he's gone to or <laughs> learned from or something. <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah but okay um i guess that's most of my notes i thought this would take days to go through but it's it's like important stuff like just gigantic sword yeah uh brand of sacrifice yeah behelet you know <laughs> stuff yeah. like that just words uh, there's words on this words. paper and we're gonna say each one of them at least once <laughs> uh yeah so i guess that's the oh Eh, whatever. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about the next volume as you do. I mean, uh, if you ever are around and want to join us, you're more than welcome to join in the chat or whatever. And the regular stuff. I still feel so bad about the name mishap. It's, it's stupid. But oh, I guess I was just no, dipping in today. Now I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That doesn't oh, matter. Lo- losing sleep over it. It's gonna. It's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna bug you forever. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to say it again because it's I find it funny, but if anybody wants to write in, there is an email for this podcast because I needed to make one for the RSS feed, and it is I have gone berserk at gmail.com. <laughs> so. Oh, do we want to talk about the title? Like, I don't know what else I'd call it, but in, in your early impressions, you were definitely saying the title sounds really dumb. It does. It still does <laughs> it to me. It kind of does. Yeah. Yeah, it would just, just be like if Final Fantasy wasn't called that, it was called Limit Break, and you're just like, "What? Yeah, that's silly." <laughs> it, like, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. But and then but he goes berserk, and it's like he yeah, does okay, awesome. And in recent recent events, he's he's been like he doesn't even have pupils anymore. He's just blind rage. <laughs> so Asura's Wrath esque, I guess, which probably Shit. also was informed by some of this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't, I, I'm going to definitely be doing that for a while. Like just assuming so many things that I thought were original and cool were like, oh, they were just reading Berserk. Like (laughs) I see it now, Yeah, (laughs) but still pretty cool. But every artist probably looked at Mira's stuff, especially from Japan at some point. So I kind of just feel like I've been fawning over derivative works. You know what I mean? Like I've been like yeah. getting bootlegs and being like, oh, this is awesome. And it's like, well, it's pretty awesome, but it's because of this. Like the a lot of that's source fault, codex. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The mysterious unknown source behind all this was uh, still in translation. It was <laughs> it was not provided to me. 
This would have terrified me, though, as a young Christian kid. I could not have read these. <laughs> so, yeah. Perhaps they were time delayed to a perfect time in my life when things seem kind of dark and this makes more sense than ever. So, yeah. Sure. yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Mira. You did Thanks, it. Thanks, Mira. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> 54. How lame is that? That's super lame. We had 20 more years of Berserk. <laughs> we could have... Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and say that it isn't a little encouraging that there is an end to this rainbow that I'm on right now. It's like at some point I will be caught up. But yeah, I like it so far so much that it kind of sucks knowing that there is an end at the same time. I guess it's encouraging hearing like like Ben has read all of them and it's one of his favorite things ever, right? So one thing I it did doesn't look up, lose its soul at some point. Yeah. I looked up like just I typed in what is the best uh, arc for Berserk, so I looked that up, and it's across the board. People are like Conviction arc best. No, no, uh, Falcon of the Millennium arc easily the best. No, no, Golden Age sets everything up easily the best. It's like okay, there's like every fucking arc that this thing has put out is the best to a lot like of people. Like, there's top-tier stuff in the future. It's Black Swordsman like... seems to be the worst that people talk about, so I was like, yes, I've done that one! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, that's encouraging, so... Yeah, I'm really excited. I have, I have gone berserk at gmail.com. Uh, berserk was taken, your... so I had to put stuff in front of it. <laughs> Going berserk was, too. Yeah. <laughs> but... Oh, well, past tense berserk. We're still going berserk over here. Yeah. All right. And we hope you're going berserk, too. So (laughs) keep on berserking, baby. I don't know. I don't ever know how to end a talk on this thing because it's usually pretty dour the whole Mm -hmm. time. Cut his tendons. He can't even walk or hold a sword. It's it's sad. Perfect. See you later, everybody. (laughs) 